Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me a special guest from halfway around the world, which is my absolute favorite when I have international guests. I have a woman who has a superpower of teaching people how to step into their power by writing. So I want to introduce to you listeners, uh, Shilpa Argawal. Hey, Shilpa. Hey, hey, Anika. Hey, everybody. Anika, you said my name so perfectly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was so afraid. I don't no, know it is so I make you say perfect. It. <laughs> Yay, yeah. I got a point. So, I got a point. Right. Can you um, tell listeners who you are and what you do? Right. So... It's the most trickiest question, but let's have a go at answering it. Who am I? <laughs> well, uh, of course, I'm Shilpa Agarwal, and I have been, you know, born and brought up in India. And I moved uh, to Australia five years ago to start a new life because I was being called by this change. Uh, I knew I had to kind of make myself uncomfortable, uproot my uh, you know, what seemed like a very comfortable grown-up tree kind of a life and replant it in a new, you know, new environment to embrace the new culture, new people, make friends, find a way to make a living, everything, right? So, um, yeah, and I, I'm a book writing and marketing coach and I help people really own their worth and share their story because this has been my personal journey. I have been a people pleaser, you know, and it was really embarrassing for me to own this in the beginning. But a few months ago, I had an epiphany where it was a beautiful autumn morning and I just wanted to go for a run. And I would not give myself the permission to go for a run lest the world thinks this woman is not serious about her business to even think of going for a run at 10 a.m., you know? So I was just trying to fit into and abide by the rules, which no one had really made. I had made them for myself, you know? And I thought people will judge me. I will run out of business. No one will want to work with me. You know, all the uh, extreme drama that we create in our head, and we think they, you know, the they monsters that we all have, like they will know. <laughs> um, there was no they. Uh, it was it was me. Anyways, you know, so I wasn't, I was, it took me two days to resist and not give myself the permission to finally break free. And I just told my husband, you know what, I'm going for a run. And he's like, yeah, go for it. Like it didn't. It didn't bother him one bit. And here I was thinking for two days in a row that because he's my business partner, how can I tell him I want to go for a run at 10 a.m.? You know, I should have done that at 6 a.m. <laughs> so, yeah, I've just come kind of long story cut short. Uh, that's when so I did go for the run and and a whole download kind of happened on me because I allowed, uh, you know, circulation of blood. I allowed myself the fresh air. 
you know, so the message that was waiting to arrive to me, at me, did arrive. And that was about enoughness. And I realized how many women, uh, of course, like men too, but women even more, how many women don't put their stories out there. They don't speak their experience. They don't share their experience, fearing it's not good enough. And, you know, that's what happened to me. No matter, like, you know, I just came back from the run and I started journaling, you know, no matter how dark, how, you know, how dark or how white you are, how thin or how fat you are, you are enough and your story matters. So say it, share it like it does. I'm listening to you and you mentioned, you know, insecurities, you mentioned the fear of, of, pursuing your own dreams. You mentioned, you know, giving yourself permissions. You know, it's so many of us who do the same things and so many people can resonate with that. And people hear the same terminology when we talk about mindfulness. It's the insecurity, it's, it's the fear. And even you're your own business owner, but you're still in your head about what you should be doing with your time. But the whole key of being an entrepreneur is that you can do whatever you want because your mind is going no matter it's, if it's nine or five, you're still going, but you exactly. also, you stress the importance of self-care because by going to the run, you were able to produce. Absolutely. You know, and, and the thing is, you know, so the one key thought that came to me was Shilpa, if, if being in business you can't even allow yourself the flexibility to go for a run when the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day. Uh -huh. You might as well work for a boss who treats yep. you like a slave. Exactly. Because that's what you're doing to yourself right now. Exactly. Right? And that was the day, like I'm telling you, I felt like I was just freed of so many shackles of, you know, my goodness. Um, and that's when the whole enoughness movement was born. And I was already writing a book, which was earlier going to be called Your Story Matters or Six Figure Authority, because that's, that's the work I do. I do pe take people. It's not just about, you know, becoming an author, but really becoming an authority, becoming known, being taken seriously. Uh, and then I was like, no, my book is going to be about enoughness. It's not about the strategy. It's about the worthiness, you know? Uh, I love it. Yeah. But I love the word you use authority. And that word has so much power that people just don't understand. And you also said free, you know, it's an understatement when you're able to share your story. And I get it because you're a book coach and I named the podcast, your voice, your power, because so many people are silenced. They're so afraid to tell their truth, no matter what the truth is. And they really don't think that their story is relevant. So what, what made you become a book coach? You know, what, 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 what's the story behind how you decided that this is going to be your superpower to teach other people how to tell their story? Mm. So there are a lot of, you know, again, um, this reminds me of the beautiful, story the mini story that steve jobs shared in his very famous speech at stanford many many years ago where he says you know the dots never con connect going forward the dots only connect looking backward right oh so 
uh, I don't know if you've watched that speech. No, like, I've never watched it, but that's profound. Right. So he says, so there are a few key messages in his, uh, in his speech. There's three key messages. I can't recollect all of them, but one of them is, uh, you know, the dots don't connect looking forward, which is as we are living life on a day-to-day basis, we are so desperate to find all the answers Mm -hmm. and to know where we're going to land. And yes, planning and projection have a place, but you know, there's only so much time you can spend on planning, you know, plan, have desires, set an intention and then get going. Right. Mm -hmm. And then just do do work and then absolutely execute. So it will, you know, your path will show up. Like you cannot see from here what's 10 kilometers ahead. You know, you might plan it's a straight road, but when you go 10 kilometers ahead, you might see there's a fork in the road and then one of the thing might look greener and you might be called to that. And that turns out to be a destiny. But, you know, you'll be able to see that only looking backward. Oh, thank goodness I started 10 kilometers back. Uh Right. Uh So um, that's how it happened for me. So looking back in my journey, I like right from the time I was five or six, like I started school, I used to come love to come home and play teacher, you know, like all my friends. Uh, And I was, you know, like, yeah, really happy to happy go lucky girl, always following her dreams, saying what she wants to say, doing what she wants to do. So I knew it's, I'm a very teacher archetype, like not imposing, but very helping, uh, like you know uplifting Mm -hmm. that kind of person um doing the weird personal development stuff amongst her friends uh you know yeah being the weird (laughs) pd girl sounds to me like you're Uh, influential yeah cool i love that word (laughs) i will take yeah i love it because you know it's it seems like it was uh nature you know, and nurture, you know, that you've had that leadership ability since you were a child. And that's what a lot of people don't see in themselves. You know, when I've, whenever I ask, you know, what made you become this? It's so funny, because I remember my mom tells me all the time, she's like, I asked you when you were four, what you wanted to be when you grew up, and you said the boss. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) So I look at things like that, when you look at, you know, wanting to teach people and always wanting to show people the way it's, it's innate. You know? Yeah, yeah, it is innate. And I always want, so, you know, here I am, I think I'm totally living that teacher dream through my coaching business because I'm not teaching people, but of course I'm kind of bringing out the best in them through coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here's a secret. Uh, up until nearly 18, when I was 18 or 19 or even 20-ish, that's when I actually got really exposed to personal development books. And I started reading a lot of Brian Tracy and Rich Dad Poor Dad and all that. And I used to think, and I'm a science graduate, and I used to think, oh my God, these people have a code from God. Like there's a secret code, which happens in ether, which it's not available to everyone. How the hell otherwise (laughs) can someone write like thousands and thousands of words? Mm Because I had been sucked into the education system Mm -hmm. and the fear of writing an essay had, you know, it had 
become a real fear. It had become a trauma for me, right? It's like a monster. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, like I cannot, I don't even welcome an essay. And these guys write books after books of inspiration. Like this is godly, you know, Mm -hmm. that's how I think. And Mm -hmm. it's it's illogical, right? In this world, right? I used to think pretty much godly, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, these guys, you know, they, they have a code. So mm-hmm. only the, the one with the code, something magical happens. Someone comes to them in their dreams and say, you are going to be an author. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, but anyway, um, when I was studying, you know, when I was doing my coaching intake, my, uh, you know, trainer coach, he just casually mentioned, he just showed us an opportunity. He's like, Today, you guys are in this classroom, you all are studying coaching and you all are aiming to get some one-on-one clients. Then you will start to want to explore how you can leverage your time, not sell time. And you might want to write a book and send your clients to that resources. And he just said it so matter-of-factly. Yeah. I'm like, what did you just say? As if it was possible for me, you know? And that was the beginning. So... Or everything that you think is not possible begins with a seed mm-hmm. with you know an mm-hmm. unimaginable uh, mm-hmm. possibility yeah. yeah absolutely so that's what happened anyways long story short um, I kind of procrastinated did not write my book for the first two years of my business again getting you know staying hung up on my beliefs until I got pregnant and I was just so inspired from within, like mm-hmm. literally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, Oh my God, you know, I have to write this book now because if it, if I don't do it, then the baby's going to be out. Like, you know, it stops, you know, and I'm so grateful I did it. So I did it when I was four months pregnant. Um, yeah. And from then on, a lot of people started reaching out to me like, Hey, how do you do it? How did you do it? I want to do it. And then I thought, I don't think I can teach people how to do it, you know, because again, I've done it and it just happened by fluke. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yeah, of course, in the beginning, I hired help myself. But then I felt compelled that, oh my God, like extracting their stories, extracting their content extracting their zone of genius, eliciting it from them, you know, that is what excited me. And then, yeah, then there was no looking back. So who specifically are you speaking to? Because I love the fact that I have every kind of coach on here. I have divorce coaches, I have kitchen coaches, I have, you know, health coaches, but people people will dismiss something because they think that it's just so far-fetched, like you said. So who specifically are you speaking to? Who would call Shilpa and say, I'm stuck. I need help. Help me now. Perfect. That's a very great question. And I think anyone who works with humans, right? So I would call them uh, a coach, a consultant. If you call yourself a healer, a spiritual practitioner, uh, you know, like if you're a particular practitioner of a, a you know, of any modality, uh, circle holders, you name it, you know, 
and why it really helps for us like especially your you know you have a particular expertise whether it's technical or it's intuitive and you want to be able to help transform people's lives through your work but when it comes to showing them the value you don't have anything tangible to show you know you're going on a sales conversation you're going to catch up for coffee and you are hustling hard to prove to them how awesome your work is you know uh struggling to convince them to buy your stuff to work with you and not with a wrong intention you truly know that your work can help them but they are just not able to see it because it's all in your head and they cannot touch it feel it see it right and that's when you know like having something tangible helps which is i don't know if the video is going to be available but this is my book yeah okay it's not going to be available <laughs> so anika's yeah, yeah tell them the name of it yeah so my book is called want solution there's always one it's w a n t want not one not the number one guys want solution do you want a solution there's always one if you have the right mindset that's what my book is all about right you just totally like spoke to me specifically because you know i was going to ask you the question is who needs to write a book but you answered it because a lot of people you know me and you talked about this a lot of people want to write books but a lot of people feel like they're not credible that they don't have it and then you have other people that are writing books that aren't substantive and people you know i totally get what you just said to me because i'm all over the place trying to chat with so many people trying to show so many different skills that i have from my 20 years and working you know in agencies you know i was in social services and you know trying to teach classes online and and trying to develop them versus writing a book. You know, a lot of people are so stuck with do I do a webinar? Do I do coaching? Do I do group coaching? Do I write a book? Do I do both? You know, who should I write with? Who should I write under? Who should I publish? But you kind of answered some of that because a lot of people feel like maybe they have to be out here, you know, longer before they write or maybe they need some letters behind their name or, you know, they just feel like they're not the right person or that they don't have the credibility but you kind of spoke to that do you have anything to add yeah beautiful so just when you start speaking you mentioned that a lot of people don't write their book because they think they are not credible enough and that is not the reason why you don't write the book that is exactly the reason why you do write the book because you know i mentioned authority and guys it is not a coincidence that authority contains within itself the word author you know think about it that's why i was going to call my book six figure authority i can see i've totally blown anika's mind like the expression on the i'm sitting here making cooing noises back here ooh like i get it i get it that's awesome and it's so i'm sitting here looking at the word authority on my screen and it's it's true and tying it back with enoughness here's the thing no one like all these people all of you guys who have been written who haven't written a book or you're still waiting for you know that the perfect time when you will get the permission where you think where you will think that you are authority enough to write a book where you will think that the world thinks you are an authority enough mm -hmm. to write a book that is when you will write a book 
But if you were authority already, why would you bother writing? You, you will write a book so that you become an authority. You will not write a book when you become an authority. Right? That makes it's, sense. Yeah. It makes total sense to me. Yeah, and I will, I don't know. I think some of your minds are already going <laughs> saying, yes, but there's so many books written on my field. Why do I write one more, you know, in my you know, massage therapy, on art therapy. These are my clients, right? On grief therapy, forest therapy, therapy. Uh, relationships. Yeah. So these are, you know, these are all the areas in which my clients have written books or are currently writing, you know, I want to just throw in a bit of spiritual perspective. When you were born, guys, you were, you were not born, uh, you know, like think of yourself as a point, as a, as a just point, like a geometrical point. So when you were given birth, when you were given a life, you were not given that life with reference to another point, right? Okay, now go and live in accordance with this other point. So always stay in connection. Be a good line, guys. <laughs> That's not what the universe told you. The universe said, okay, here, you are a point. Go wild, go free. Go wherever you want to go. Go, you know, travel your path. Create your path. But, you know, and this is where, like this, when it landed on me, Anika, it kind of just totally diluted and uh, yeah disempowered the concept of competition no matter where your competition is I hate that word yeah and no matter what they are doing they are not even your competition think about it like, you are your own competition your... that's it and the, and the thing is like you know again thinking about myself there's it's not that I'm the only book coach on the planet there are hundreds and maybe thousands and millions right if i am so passionate if i'm really passionate about helping people put their story down on paper you know in a way that helps the world why should i uh, not celebrate someone else doing the same because ultimately they are lifting my mission you know? um, yeah absolutely we true we make it mean about the money. We make it mean about clients. We make it mean about us. And that's why we call it competition. But otherwise, they are just fellow champions in your mission. Hmm. And forget about whether or not, you know, they are that. It's just that it's not your business to look at what another point is doing. Your sole business is to be a wild, free point who can travel anywhere. It's not bound to be on the circumference of a circle, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm just fired up. <laughs> I love it. Cause there's this calmness about you too, that comes across and I'm just sitting here just like, yep, absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and I like that you have the spiritual component because, you know, I know a lot of people who, who work from that perspective. And I think that that is something that a lot of people struggle with right now. And I think that those, that type of literature is really, um, needed now so you know I see that you speak to those types of authors and I think that that's really important too because we're in a time now where you know people need to read more 
And, you know, we need to make these kind of things available with evolution. You know, there's so many different perspectives now, but a lot of people are sitting on their knowledge and, you know, knowledge is power, but we got to get it out there. So you've changed my mindset because I have been stuck. I have, well, I think for me, it's hard. I hate reading because I'm in school. <laughs> I'm a professional student. <laughs> so yeah. it's taken me 10 years to get my master's degree and it. I feel like if I read anything, it has to be an article <laughs> about psychology. But I yeah. get, you know, I get the fact that we have to get these messages out there just like we do on podcasts or anything else. And so um, you've definitely changed my mindset. And um, I don't know, you've kind of inspired me a little bit, not a little bit, a lot bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole intention, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to share with you a few models, which will give you some insights into how I work. And it will just help you visualize your own journey. If you're even remotely or seriously considering writing a book you guys right so why should you write a book right and the simple model and there's there's different versions of it i don't know if you have heard of the model that is called k l t t b r r have you heard of that one anika no okay so it stands for know, like, trust, you know? So this is what your book allows people to do. It helps people to know you, get to know you through your story. Like, oh my God, oh, she's, I can relate to her. She has gone through trauma. So she's not just talking out of thin air. She's, she has experience. She knows what she's talking. Know, like, trust. I can trust her with my story, you know? Um, and I'm willing to try her. Let's try, you know, and then your book is a safe bet, you know, instead of investing a thousand dollars in your coaching, they can start with a 20 bucks and then, you know, just create a relationship with you. Right. So no like trust, try buy, And then when they love you, they get results, they refer, and then the cycle repeats. So when they refer a new person, a new human being gets to know you, like you, trust you, try you, buy you, refer you, and the cycle repeats, right? This one becomes a bit long, but for you to remember, here's how I look at it. Basically, your book helps you, helps you raise your visibility. And when you are consistently visible, it helps you raise your credibility in the marketplace. When you're consistently credible, you are bound to be profitable, right? So visibility, credibility, profitability. This is the cycle. This is the reason why you must write a book. If you are in a consulting business where, you're, where your words, your expertise, your intuition, your ideas is what makes you money, then you have to systemize it. You have to put it down in paper. <clears throat> the next thing is how do I like what do I do how do I work and in in working with me there are the four key pillars that we will work upon which is you know I call it m4 and the four pillars are message model mission miracles right so uh just one sec I'm gonna yeah, I think Messenger was on, so we just heard a ping. Right. So message, model, mission, and miracles. 
And by message, I mean, you know, really clarifying your message. What is the truth? What is the one thing that you stand for? You know, like for me in my upcoming book, it's enoughness. I'm, I'm, I'm promoting the idea of worthiness. It's not my idea. It's not something that's not been written about enough. Brene Brown is doing this work. So can I, should I just back off and should I just say, oh my God, she's in the industry. Why should I even bother writing? You know, Liz Gilbert, these are my ideals, these, these idols, you know, these girls. But I have to, you know, then do my little bit and, uh, you know, kind of enhance their mission, enhance, that's my mission. And I'm not doing it because they're doing it. I'm doing it because it landed on me. I had a personal epiphany, right? So your message, then clarifying the model, you know, so now this is very meta <laughs> while I'm talking about the model. This is the model that I teach message, model, mission, miracles, right? So have a model, have a structure, basically how you organize information in your book, which makes it really easy for people to retain, you know? So the next time they think of it, they're going to, they're going to quote you. They're like, Hey, you know what? I read this in Shilpa's book. And she has a beautiful structure. So the four pillars, I think it covers all the areas that you need to talk about in creating content, whether it's for a book or a blog or a post or whatever, right? Uh, so that's the model, which, so this is all the work that we will do together in, in, in the journey. The third one is mission. Uh, and mission for me means action, Anika. Uh, you know, we can, we can do all the planning. We can create the perfect message and the perfect model, but it's no good until you write it. So within the model, we actually do a lot of ritual work. Like what are your daily rituals? What are your daily marketing strategies, marketing actions? This is what you need to get done, you know? And the last bit is the miracles. And by miracles, I mean, tap into the miracles called people. We all cannot, you know, we like, just like they say, uh, you need a village to raise a child. You need a village to bloody do anything in, in your life, you know? So just drop the ego and be willing to reach out because all the work that you've done in the message model and mission so far will enhance manifold by just reaching out to one person, right? So to give you an example, being seen on other people's stages, like I'm really grateful to you, Anika, for interviewing me because you're kind of giving me this platform to get fired up and just like share my message as it's coming to me, right? So you are my miracle. Um, and, you know, through you, I have no idea who might, who you might know and who might, how otherwise do I, who is someone who's lived in India all her life, who's just been in Australia five years, is suddenly talking to someone in the US, right? Uh, so infinite possibilities happen when you reach out to people miracles. That's my operating model. And how I hope you people are not overwhelmed. Like for this bit, really just take a notebook and jot down. It's really that simple. Um, and the other thing that I want to really, really share with you, I did a Facebook live. This, this message literally 
landed on me last night at 11 p.m. and I did a Facebook live at 11.15. Out of nowhere, it just kind of arrived. So these are the five things you need to believe in, you know, to write a book. And that is the five S's. So the first S is the self. Believe in yourself. And it's not easy to believe in yourself. And that's why I have mindset practices, which I practice and I live by. So it's not just, you know, I'm not going to say, hey, Anika, believe in yourself. You might say, how do I do that? And I'm like, here's how, right? So believe in the self. Believe in your subject, which is, you know, the message. So believe in your subject. What is it that, what's your one truth? What is it that you're really passionate about for this book there might be 10 truths you live by right then believe in your story which means value your story you know you have been given this journey if it was not required to be had then god or like i usually use god for my you know superpower it could be the universe or whatever that resonates more for you but i just use the word god <clears throat> If it was not necessary, God would not give you that experience, good or bad, you know. So please don't take for granted your story. Believe in your story, that it has power. And if, you know, if any of this falls short, then just believe in the system that you have committed to follow. And by system, I mean, if you're writing your book with me, follow my system. And don't try to, you know, just... Question the system because the system always works. Even when you fail, the system works. So, you know, when you're feeling really low and you're like, I don't, I can't trust myself, just trust the system, you know, because the system is consistent. And lastly, believe in a superpower, whatever it is. Like sometimes at the end of all your actions, just surrender surrender and you know i always i often have conversations with god and i'm just saying like god i've done my bit now it's over to you i've done my bit and you know i don't play a small game and say i've done my bit i literally have done my bit and yeah and then it just all shows up i love that because that's actually how it happens i surrendered and then i had a business I was like, is this yeah. a man, God? Seriously? But then I look back in the preparation that I didn't know what the preparation was for. It was there. And it's all designed for your good. I love all of that um, because it doesn't matter if you're writing a book. All of that is, is relevant to success. You know, happiness, freedom, yeah. you know, all of that. Can you tell listeners what you have coming up? What should they look out for yeah. from Shilpa? Sure. So the one thing that you must look out for um, today is the, and I'm going to add in the dates, Anika, so it kind of makes sense. So we're on the 7th of June and I'm in Australia. You might be on the 6th of June. <laughs> I was like, you're on the 7th of June, but that's the awesomeness. Yes. Yes. So Anika's on the 6th of June. I've traveled ahead in time and I'm on the 7th of June. but Starting the 17th of June, which is in 10 days' time, uh, my beautiful author mastermind, 
called Author Mind is kicking off. And my intention is to take six authors on a, on a kind of collaborative journey of writing their individual books. It's not going to be combined books. It's going to be each one writing their individual book. So it's going to be six authors, six books in six months. So we are in June 2019. And by the time you enter Jan 2020, uh, my aim for you is to have your book in your hand. So enter 2020 with your book in your hand. And every single week, I'm going to be, you know, we're going to get together on Zoom. And I'm going to teach you a concept. And then we're going to get it done live on the call. Um, so it's going to be weekly, super simplified tasks that you just have to get done. And your book will be done just like that. Um, yeah, I couldn't simplify it more. <laughs> so that's the thing I'm most passionate about. Get on it, guys. If, you, if you're even like remotely considering writing a book, there's not going to be a better opportunity uh, to write it with a team of champions. So Awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm excited can... for this because I want to see these books. You know, it's the thing about coaching that people don't understand. They don't understand the power of a coach. And when you have someone holding your hand through a process that you are uncomfortable with, it makes it so much easier to attain the goal at the end. And that is the purpose of a coach. A lot of people are still not clear on the different kinds of coaches and why I need a coach. People feel like they can do it. And when you're doing it on your own, you spiral. You spiral. Mm. Things take four times longer. I know in starting my business, I did so many things in the first year that had I asked for help, which is hard sometimes when you're starting out. But when you mm. ask for help, it's amazing to me how fast things can be done. And so I influence anyone who's interested or looking to, to write a book to reach out because this is a huge resource. It is. It is. Um, yeah, I can just kind of, I can praise the system, but I don't want to do that. Uh, it's for you to figure out, just get on a chat with me and it's super easy to book in a session. Um, it's, you know, I, it's a book mapping session where we're actually going to get clear on where your business is right now. Where do you need to go with your business? What's your uh, aspiration to create with your business? And how does the book fit into the whole puzzle of your business, right? So I will help you map out your idea, your possibilities, your content, <clears throat> all the things that we can do in 60 minutes. It's called a book mapping session. And the easiest way to book it is by going to the link bit.ly slash forward slash my book map. It's one word bit.ly bit.ly forward slash my book map. M-Y-B-O-O-K-M-A-P. Right? So just type in this link and you'll be taken to my calendar. And I'm going to have you provide the links too so that I can put them in the description so that listeners can click. Can you also tell them when enoughness is coming out? 
Yeah, so thank you for the question. It kind of, it's freaking me out to say it aloud so many times, but yes, Enoughness is coming out on the 1st of September. And you oh. will know when it's out. Well, you might have to come back so that we can launch it. Yes, you must do that. All right, well, do you have any inspirational thoughts or quotes or takeaways for listeners before we conclude? I have a ton, but what's coming to me <laughs> right now is, you know, your book is already written, guys. All you need to do is make it real. Your story is written. It's, yeah, it's not even a quote. It's not as punchy as I'd like it to be, but. It's real. Yeah. It's real. Well, I want to thank you for being here because you are a breath of fresh air and you are an inspiration because what you do is not easy. And a lot of people are extremely overwhelmed, but you make it doable. You make it possible for many. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Absolute pleasure, guys. Uh, and Anika, thank you so much for having me. Um, I haven't had so much fun on a podcast in a long time. <laughs> Good. That just means you have to come back. I have to. Yeah. All right, listeners. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson. Stay powerful. <laughs>